0: Welcome into a postcast edition of Locked On Cougars. BYU Men's Basketball takes down St. Mary's 52 to 43 to improve to 14 and 3. They're 2-0 in West Coast Conference Play, kicking off what we had called the Gauntlet here, a three-game stretch that was going to test their mettle in positive fashion. We're breaking it down next, right here on Postcast. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll give you a. Po- Cast edition of Locked On Cougars once again. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on this special edition, a bonus edition of the podcast. We'll have a full edition for you on Monday with more on the weekend and BYU sports at large, BYU football, and the like. But let's talk for a minute about BYU men's basketball, taking care of business, putting on a defensive clinic against the St. Mary's Gales. The Cougars are now two and zero in West Coast Conference giving St. Mary's their first West Coast Conference loss. It's actually their first conference game due to COVID issues for St. Mary's. But I thought BYU showed what they could do particularly on the defensive end of the court. When you hold a team like St. Mary's to 43 points you gotta tip your cap. And more importantly in the first half of that game BYU led it 28-16 to 16 at halftime. St. Mary's couldn't hit the broad side of the barn shooting in this game. For the game St. Mary's 29.3% shooting just 17 13.4% from 3 they were 4 of 23 from 3 BYU to their own demise was only 1 of 13 from beyond the arc 7.7% Awful. The only player to hit a three in this game was Trevin Nell for BYU, who I thought Trevin Nell had actually a really fine performance. Nine total points for him. BYU as a team was not much better shooting, but they were 10 uh, percentage points better, shooting 39.3%. Uh, T. John Lucas had 10 points in this game for BYU. For Cindy Traore, nine points, 11 rebounds. I thought he handled Matthias Toss and what St. Mary's threw at him uh, body-wise with in terms of their big men very, very well. I I thought that he had the type of game you hoped he would have. Alex Barcelo, 8 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. I felt like this was a game he probably could have been a little more aggressive in, but St. Mary's was keying on him, and I opened up the opportunity for two guys I thought had phenomenal nights, despite their score lines or their, um, what do you call it, the the stat lines not showing, I think, as much. Seneca Knight finished the night with 8 points and 4 rebounds, also had 1 assist, and Gideon George, just 2 points, 2 Two steals and two rebounds both of them though their athleticism their ability to break guys down off the court and get to the rim to cause chaos for the opposing defense speaking of st mary's i thought really opened up things for byu offensively i thought it was a masterclass for those two it's not been very often at least in the recent memory for byu to be able to point or a byu fan like you out there to point to byu men's basketball and say byu's got wings that are more athletic than their defend than their op- opposition They have that. Gideon George and Seneca Knight, they are elite athletes and they can get to the rim at will. That is something that BYU has not had in some time and... It's a benefit of what Mark Pope has done in the transfer portal, bringing in guys like Gideon George from the junior college rank, Seneca Knight, a former All-Mountain West conference performer for San Jose State. These dudes, they know how to play ball, and it was really good to see them get after it. I cannot say enough about BYU's defensive outing. St. Mary's, did the layoff due to COVID issues for them affect them? Absolutely. There's no way you cannot say that, but... BYU showed that they are an elite defensive squad when they really lock in. If you were to take the back half of the Pacific game through the first half of this St. Mary's game so those 40 minutes of game time BYU allowed just 36 points. 20 points to Pacific in the second half of their game Thursday night 16 points in the first half of this game tonight and then in the second half BYU I thought still did their thing. St. Mary's got a little bit better from the field but BYU just continued to fend off any and all attempts that St. Mary's had at making a comeback. So I think this was a huge win for BYU. It gets them to two and zero in West Coast Conference play. They now are headed out on the road this coming week for the back half of, I guess, the back two thirds of what we were calling the gauntlet earlier this week on the podcast. There's a three game stretch here. I thought was absolutely critical. It starts Thursday. No, it started tonight, speaking of the St. Mary. So winning that game big, but then you go Thursday night. You're at number four Gonzaga at 9 p.m. Mountain time. That is 11 o'clock for those of you on the East Coast. A big time showdown with the number four Bulldogs and then you finish off the weekend in San Francisco against USF. That'll also be a 9 p.m. tip on Saturday. So two late-night contests next week for BYU men's basketball. If they go two of the three, if they win at USF and lose at Gonzaga, winning two of any of the three here I think is great. You win all three of these games? ooh, you're playing with house money at that point. So very impressed by BYU's performance tonight. I thought it was important they got off on this three-game stretch to a good start, and that's what they did. So really, really positive signs, I thought, for BYU. If they defend like this, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be hard to beat the Cougars. The problem is, I think a team like Gonzaga has far more offensive skill than St. Mary's does. St. Mary's, they are good at what they do, and that is make games ugly, make them messy, kind of similar to what we saw from Pacific on Thursday night. They just like to make the game a grinder. Pacific doesn't have the horses that St. Mary's does, but St. Mary's also doesn't have the offensive skill that Gonzaga does. Drew Timmy. uh, Man, he is going to have a field day, I feel like, against BYU. And, of course, uh, that's not even mentioning the presumed number one pick in the NBA draft, Chet Holmgren, who is a seven-foot unicorn who can shoot the three, dunk on your head. And, oh, by the way, he'll stuff you on the other end of the court. At seven foot, 190 pounds, he is an elite offensive threat. And BYU is going to have their hands full trying to defend what Gonzaga is going to throw at them on Thursday. But I think starting off this three-game stretch with a victory against St. Mary, very important for BYU confidence wise as they go into this matchup with USF Uh, uh, not USF excuse me Gonzaga USF will come after that and BYU should they lose at Gonzaga they can't hang their head as they go to USF because if you allow a team like the Dons to smell blood in the water they're going to make you pay for it so I thought tonight's win was very important for BYU to give them that confidence as they head to the kennel this coming Thursday night. You know, it's going to be an absolute beehive up there. Their fans show up in mass every single game, but they are especially rowdy when BYU comes to town. And by the way, I know that BYU fans out there, you have dreamed of a BYU West Coast Conference Championship. To before, Well, you re- dreamed of it, I think, in the first year that BYU joined the WCC. They'd had incredible success in the Mountain West, but Gonzaga has just kind of played keep away with that WCC title for years for BYU. Well, if you want to change that, you've got to go to the Kennel and win this game. It's not been a place that BYU has struggled with. St. Mary's, honestly, has been a tougher place, a tougher road venue for BYU than the Kennel has been up there in Spokane. I, I don't know how to describe it, but BYU should take some confidence if they defend like this this they can stay in any game that they play in the issue, I feel like, is they need to find more on offense. BYU, uh, yet again, in the St. Mary's game, was it a six-plus-minute stretch in the second half where they could not buy a bucket? Those type of stretches will doom you against the likes of Gonzaga and further down the road if you make the make the NCAA tournament. You have to find a way to generate offense. This BYU team is not the BYU teams of the past two years that Mark Pope has had. You think of how easy offense came to some of those BYU teams teams over the past two years it is almost diametrically opposed this year as compared to those two seasons I don't know if BYU is ever going to be a quote-unquote good offensive team this year I just I think the empirical evidence says as such they've played 17 games this is kind of who they are The problem is, and the one thing I'd like to see change, is you cannot have these scoreless stretches in games. They've had them in every single game they have played this year. They have won 14 games. Let's be very clear about that. But when you go up against better opposition and Gonzaga qualifies as maybe the best opposition you are going to face, you have to play a consistent 40-minute game offensively. You have to generate buckets. You cannot have a three and a four minute stretch of no baskets against Gonzaga because the Bulldogs, I can guarantee you this, they ain't going to have those. They will bury you. They will put up a 20 point lead in that stretch if you allow them to. So BYU, I thought was an important win tonight. I think you can take confidence defensively from this game, but they must find a more consistent offense as they head up to the kennel and obviously following that up by going to USF. You do not do that, well, it could be a rough road trip because BYU's offense, it's been a struggle at times and you have to generate it consistently, especially... When you're in opposing venues, the kennel, it's going to be nuts. USF obviously off to a very good start this year. You know that they will have maybe a few more fans than they typically do. I also know that BYU fans will show up as well and support the Cougars, but looking forward to that. We'll break more of this down on Monday, but I thought it was a very important win tonight for BYU to take care of business against Uh, St. Mary's get this three-game stretch maybe the most important three-game stretch of the season for BYU off to a positive note and it's the only home game in the stretch that was a good sign for BYU to take care of business at home good news is BYU is 14 and 3 they're 2-0 in the West Coast Conference and now you get ready for a tough two-game stretch on the road this coming weekend I'm looking forward to it. As I mentioned, we'll continue to break this down. Uh, Comments from coaches and players at media availability on our Monday edition of the show. So stay tuned for all of that. This has been a special edition, a postcast edition for BYU as you look back on a 52-43 to win for the Cougars. It's been brought to you by our friends at GetUpside, the GetUpside app. They have an incredible app that everybody who buys gas needs to know about. My listeners, all of our listeners, can be making up to $0.25 for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE and get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cash back per gallon. Do not pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using our friends at Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other great brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents gallon, 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's Promo code SCORE with the GetUpside app.